You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of October 22nd, 2017, episode 55. I can't drive 55! From the city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barce. And for Parts Unknown, I am Chris Powell. On this episode, take two guys and throw them into some 40-some degree weather and rain. What do they wear? And what do they carry their stuff in? Find out the answers and a whole lot more next. This is the Bellingham Podcast. I had to throw in a Sammy Hagar reference somewhere. For I don't that. even get that reference. I can't drive 55? Nuh-uh, I don't get that one. Okay, so I'll get you a bib. Okay. Uh, AJ, th- that was a hit from the 80s that Sammy Hagar, pre-Van Halen, lead singer, right. had a, a pretty good rock hit called I Can't Drive 55. Oh, okay. And... The more you know. The the more you know. How you doing, AJ? I'm doing good. I've still got a little bit of that (laughs) cough that uh, seems to not let go of anybody in this town. Uh, It grabs hold kind of like a a dog that really, 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 really likes you. Uh, Apparently, but you seemed in good form. Oh, I'm caffeinated. I'm I'm doing just great. Glad to be here as as always. What are we talking about today? Well, I think this, uh, well, first, before we dive into what we're talking about, let's talk about what has been going on in the last couple of days with the Bellingham podcast. Yes, there's been some housekeeping in a good way. Let her rip. Yeah, so we've got uh, all new album art. We've got a whole new, like, uh, uh, shtick looking thing. I don't know, shtick, whatever. It's It's our stick. It's our stick. So we've got a whole new graphics. Uh, The website got updated. And what I'm really excited about, I figured out the whole iTunes thing. (laughs) (laughs) You solved the riddle. Yeah. So we've been listed under podcasting uh, as the category for a while. And it's always bothered me. And I figured out where in the feed you were supposed to change that. So now we are under society and culture. Level up. Uh, We are two gentlemen in Bellingham society. Sharing about culture. Yes. In 9822567 and 9, I believe. The hashtag upper uh, upper left USA. That's right. The Northwest of the Northwest. Enough. Yes. <laughs> okay. So we've got, uh, outside of that, we've, uh, we're talking about gear today. A little bit of gear. Yeah. Yes. And let's talk a tech gear for a little bit first. Yes, please. So in a few, uh, in some past podcasts, we talk about some items that maybe debuted that are fairly pricey that we kind of, oh, poo-poo, for lack of a better term. Or Apple, anyway. Yes, exactly. Uh, so I don't know if this is Eaton Crow or, or whatever, but last year, Apple released some uh, little devices. The eye earring. The, the eye earring. The, uh, the, uh, the Mac Ohura. The Mac Ohura. Uh, if you will. Anyway, these are AirPods, which are... Uh, they're wireless, portable uh, e- earphones, and they were uh, fairly pricey when they came out. And as per Apple's uh, business model, they don't change their prices very much. <laughs> so they still are. So I had this, I had this situation that I found myself in where I, you know, I believe in a previous podcast I would talk about. You know what? Twelve dollar uh, Bluetooth earphones on Amazon done. Well, tell you what, folks, uh, I've enjoyed that for the past year, and I've taken them to their uh, audio limits with my uh, non-quiet music that I listen to. And I've found and I've noticed in a couple ways, some there, there are problems that I just had with them. And so I'm thinking, self, why don't you try these out, these Apple AirPods, pay the premium, audition them, give no pun intended, give oh, it a, nice. yes, thank you, give it a try, and if... 
you don't like it, you can certainly resell them because there's a market for them, especially with holiday shopping coming up. Oh, yeah. And, you know, lower it a few bucks and call it an experience. So... Are you doing that? Are you getting rid of them already? Uh, it's been about a week and a half okay. that I've that I've worked with the uh, Apple AirPod earphones, uh, earphones, and I got I got to shoot straight. You know, uh, I've been really impressed with the sound quality as mm. per usual. Um, I did a little research on how they're constructed. There's uh, plastic glue. Plastic, glue, and more glue. And so right. for the conditions that we have in the Northwest involving moisture and precipitation, I'm not really sweating the rain droplet factor as, uh, you know, shorten them out. I really enjoy how they're incredibly easy to not just connect with my phone or my tablet or my laptop, but how you can switch between them rather rapidly. Hmm. Uh, even more so as I've worked in the Bluetooth uh, realm for quite some time. Oh, no, no, no. If, for full disclosure, everyone, Chris Powell has probably rocked every piece of Bluetoothage since there was a tooth that was blue. I remember Jawbone. Yes. I remember you had the Anchor or mm-hmm. Anki. I, I don't remember. Like I have seen all of them black, by the way. All of them black. There is Ex- no other color. Except for these. These yeah, don't come in black. These are white. So guess what? Uh, you go on your Amazon and you happen to type in AirPod skins. That's a thing. That's a thing. And so what happens is they're stickers, folks. They're expensive stickers. They're customized in which they can wrap around your white AirPods and turn them somewhat black. So I will have a little bit of a design uh, customization going on there. But I like the, I like the fact that uh, the, the charger that it comes in, uh, allow 15 minutes, I get two hours of listening time, huh. which is pretty cool. Call quality is rather reasonable okay. in, in a, a number of ways. It's not perfect because- No as, Bluetooth headphones are. No, it's, we're not there yet for that. Uh, and, and this is one of the bigger things that I know this, you were mentioning. The way I was created and the way I turned out, my ears support the size the my ear holes support the size of these airpods and so unfortunately that may not apply to all people yes which has been this is this is my biggest beef with this and the so folks the the charger that chris was talking about it's basically looks like a all apple inspired tic-tac case yes that they magnetically slide in and lock in and then that case can be plugged in via lightning or wireless charging if i recall Uh, it could be wireless charging yeah so here's the thing is that if you're familiar with the stock, the, 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 the white plastic annoying headphones that come with every iPhone, and if you're like me and you plug them into your ear and they immediately fall out, do not buy these headphones. Yeah, the, the size, so you can put the little things around the, the ear the business little... sand of the ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem is you have to take them off if you're going to charge, charge them, them because Apple designs things that are like airtight, completely zero margins, zero margins. Thank you. And so that can get tedious if you are going to be purchasing these and you have ears that don't uh, quite fit the form factor. Yeah. And that's, that's, that was my biggest thing is immediately when I picked them up, I was like, well, these are literally, if you were to cut the cable off of the stock ones and then put uh, a a battery, slick battery in them. Okay. But unfortunately, and I, this has been my problem with every set of uh, Apple headphones except for the original ones, the the big disc saucer ones. If you remember those that era, 
Um, but ever since the the the, re, the 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 two redesigns, I cannot wear those headphones. They fall out immediately unless I have some sort of shtick that I stick onto it. I've kind of put it through some of its paces. I've walked around with them, and I don't really jiggle my head back and forth uh, on a regular basis. But they don't fly off. I took them in the gym. It's great to have uh, a, just my hat and these without a cord to get caught on a bar or a pin, uh, you know, like the push pin that you put oh, in for the right, weights. Right, right. Or any other thing that if these corded earphones go flying out of your ears and you kind of look like a, you know, a poindexter. Uh, if I had one thing to complain about, and once again, I don't, I, I'm not like these uh, tech reviewers that they're going to talk about all the good. Uh, they're not quite noise isolating or noise uh, canceling. Yeah, 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 I noticed that too. And while the music is excellent clarity and can be totally punchy loud for my ear canals, um, I could still hear conversations around me, which could be good because in case I hear, I want to hear a car horn in case death is approaching, uh, that helps out. Or if the room ambience, which I'm trying to tune out, no pun intended, uh, I can still hear that. And so I would either need to jack the volume up more or use them in low volume environments, which is actually not a bad thing. I don't mind that at all. Like as I'm walking around uh, on my morning commute to and from the the parking lot, that's cool. But, you know, it, they're a premium price. And uh, this isn't for, you know, all all folks. There are still plenty of great deals available in the wireless Bluetooth earphone market. But I want to give these a try. And I've mm -hmm. been pretty darn impressed with what I've had so far. Now, with going back to your the fit and form, uh, did they come with any of the silicone bits that go onto the the, the ear business side? So Negative. They, so they're just the, the plastic ones? It's just the, the you got to picture one of those uh, white uh, containers of dental floss. Okay. That's about the size of what you're looking at. And it's portable beyond all get out, which is great. But yeah, those things only fit inside there and nothing else. Okay. Maybe a couple dust specks. And I think that's about it. What kind of bat? Because I know that you use Bluetooth. Oh yeah. And so what kind of battery life are you getting off of these? I, I've had them in my ears uh, for a complete half day straight, listening to music, doing a couple phone call auditions. But for consistent music, I will get at least four to five hours. Hmm. I have not pushed it to where I would get the low batteries thing because here's the thing. You put the AirPods back in the case, they start charging. So the case itself is its own, it has a little battery backup? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a charger. That's clever. It, indeed. And so you listen to it for 10 or 15 minutes, you put it back in. Oh, but you got a free, you got a full charge. So <laughs> that is. That's slick. Yeah, that's slick. So anyway, uh, for what it's worth, uh, if you, if you like what you've heard so far, great. Give them a try. Check them out. Should you throw down on the price and you're not uh, satisfied, don't send us a, uh, angry voicemail, uh, <laughs> On our line, area code 201-731-8324. That's 201-731-TECH. Uh, but you do have options to be able to sell this on Craigslist. I bet you would find a willing uh, buyer in wherever you're at. Uh, you know, it's worth a try. I, I definitely have enjoyed the experience so far. That's interesting. So if you're uh, the unfortunate type of ear uh, holder like myself, where these do not fit, you might be listening to us not on uh, your Apple EarPods, but on KMRE 102.3 FM. Low power. Low power community radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. Your voice, your community, your radio station. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Moving on. So uh, for the main topic of the show, we are talking about our uh, everyday wear when it comes to fall, which is, 
you know, I hate to say it, but we're talking about Pacific Northwest men's fashion today. I'll, I'll, I'll cue the music. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that belongs. Oh, no, no, we're not doing the techno that, soundtrack. No, talking that's about not, wardrobe. No, okay. no. Do not bring sexy back. Do not go there, Chris. <laughs> Do not go there. All right. So, AJ, as far as what is, we've already made it through the summer of yeah. shorts and T-shirts. and The other, whole two weeks. Yes, yeah. the whole two. Well, it was a nice summer. Okay, three. <laughs> what is your uh, fall wardrobe comprised of as we are dealing with wind gusts and uh, horizontal rain in some cases and uh, otherwise gloomy, chilly temperatures? So I'm going to dive into a little bit of history for the Pacific Northwest because most of my attire actually comes from, like literally, it, it is Pacific Northwest wear. How much so? Let me tell you a story. So there was a gentleman, a chap, a dapper gent, who was born and raised in our wonderful state of Washington. He was a husband. He was a father. He was even a businessman and innovator. But more importantly, he was a true outdoorsman. And I, I mean outdoors in the most uh, boiled down, Bear Grylls has got nothing since. Uh, he, this gentleman was born in, or, on Orcas Island in our San Juan Islands in 1899, Chris. Turn of the century. Turn of the century. Uh, by the time he was about 21, 22 and 18 or 1920, sorry, the, the century did change. Uh, the, the brand that he, uh, inspired this brand that was actually named after him, he founded, uh, it wouldn't be until about 16 years later that he creates this thing called Skyliner. It was the first quilted goose down jacket in North America. Uh, he designed it and patented it in 1940. Thus he cinched probably the coolest title ever. He's the dude that invented the puffy jacket. Well, now we now we know something more for parties and uh, to share with others in the trivia world. Exactly, and I am letting this linger to see how many people who are listening might be gathering who this 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 gentleman is. I know who it is because I'm looking at the show notes right now. <laughs> in 1942, however, things happened around the globe, and he dis, uh, began to produce garments and specifically sleeping bags to support war efforts. Uh, in the middle of the the military garment labeling that he sewed into each of these products, the words Eddie Bauer Seattle, United States of America, was sewn. Hoorah! And uh, at the end of the war, and this is according to actually Eddie Bauer's uh, history uh, sheet on their website, uh, people at the end of the war actually wrote back to him saying, uh, from, from, uh, this was from soldiers, quote, where can I get more of this down stuff? You saved my life. Hmm. And so... Things started upticking. In 1945, he published the first company catalog, quote, Eddie Bauer Alaska Outfitter. Okay. And uh, was selling garments and sleeping bags insulated with this goose down. Uh, and then uh, this gentleman, with all of his adventures and business savviness, lived to the ripe old age of 86 and died in 1986. This guy is uh, so. This guy that you're, you've been talking about, his name's not Jay Crew, is it? No, it would be Mr. Eddie Bauer. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, Eddie <laughs> Bauer. Gotcha. But a lot of people don't realize, like a lot of uh, we talk about brands and labels and stuff, and a lot of people don't realize that Eddie Bauer is a Pacific Northwest brand. He's an original. Yeah. Now, since it is not, uh, since his uh, his death and his, his business has has expanded, obviously it is not all made in Seattle, Washington no. anymore. But his products, nonetheless, are something that I gravitate towards, not because of the the brand affinity. But because of the quality, uh, I like right now, uh, and I did not plan this today. By <laughs> the way, just happened to be um, half of what I am wearing has the the label very subduedly uh, of Eddie Bauer. 
um, the vest that I'm wearing, which is one of my top picks. It is the Eddie Bauer Men's Microtherm, and I believe there is a women's version, Storm Down Vest, that same down that I was talking about in this history. Um, it's part of their First Ascent line, and it's like it's reasonably priced. Uh, some people might uh, sh- sh- kind of cringe at the price when I say it's reasonably priced. It's about 120 bucks. But it's one of these things that we've talked about, Chris, where you buy it once and buy the best, cry once, and you have it for, in my case, I've had this for, I don't know, three-ish seasons. Uh, And this has been halfway around the world. Mm -hmm. I have stuffed this in many a backpack going up a mountain, day hiking. Uh, This has been to Japan. Um, and it, it's one of those things where it crunch, it is a tool. It is what I was talking about, um, last episode. I, 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 I really gravitate towards purpose built tools and the technology that Mr. Bauer created with this whole goose down. That is something that is revolutionary and it doesn't get the credit that it deserves. Absolutely. And in my twenties as a emerging professional, uh, Eddie Bauer had a business casual line that was very popular, and I was uh, Chris Powell's wardrobe in his twenties was provided by Eddie Bauer. <laughs> uh, slacks, button down dress shirts. I I know the label well with the eagle, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was. Well, I believe it's a isn't it a goose? It could very well be a goose. I, it's a bird. <laughs> it's it's a winged uh, cr- critter. So yeah, I guess it's not an eagle. Anyway, um, but. Those shirts lasted me for a good two to three years yeah. of weekly use. And I, oh, by the way, in my 20s, I really wasn't that good at laundry. Mm. And so it survived yeah. me, which was great. And so, yeah, so we're, other than what, eddiebauer.com, where can someone get some of this? It, well, and here in the Pacific Northwest, we're lucky because we have these things called factory outlet malls. Oh, yes. And so one of the things I, I like to point people out to is that there are quite a few Eddie Bauer outlets. Mm-hmm. And now they may not have the, the most latest stuff that is in the catalog, but you can save some major casual. And I am not one to like promote the big monstrosity uh, buying experiences. But I mean, the the shirt that I'm wearing right now, Chris, I basically bought this for, I think, like 10 bucks out of the outlet as opposed to like the 30 or 40 that they listed. It's last year's flannel. But you know what? In the Pacific Northwest, Flannel's never out of fashion. No. And it works for you this year and probably next year as well. The, 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 the lucky... Uh part that you have, AJ, where you are blessed is because you are not uh, one that has to look for clothing sizes XXL. They they have a wide selection. Oh, they, oh, I know they have the big... Yeah, I, yeah. I seek out the big and tall because sure. I am big and I am tall. But uh, good quality and mm-hmm. it doesn't look like... Uh, the seventies no. uh, called and want their uh, wardrobe back. It's it's trendy stuff. No, it's it's and it's well cut. The other thing that I like about it is there is one thing I do have to gravitate towards, especially for men's collared shirts, is I have ape hangers for arms. I have a very long wingspan, okay, and so usually off the rack uh, shirts, especially dress shirts or collar shirts, are very difficult for me. I usually have to have them tailored. Um, and just the cuff doesn't looks like I have like a, a capri mm-hmm. style shirt on most uh, most attempts, and then the body's too big, and I just look like I'm wearing this big blouse. It's bad. What I like about Eddie Bauer is they they usually have something for everybody. Absolutely, both men and women. My wife also wears a lot of their products. It's a good quality product, and yep. you've probably heard them heard of them before. But as we are looking in uh, the the retail stores for what should we augment or update our fall wardrobe with? Check out EB. Yeah. 
Uh, outside of that, the other thing that I wear that is also a tool, kind of a trail hiking and rain shell style jacket from REI. Fortunately, it's discontinued. It's, it was their Elements line. And what I love about this is it was very pricey. It's in the same vein as uh, if you're familiar with like the North Face or Architeric or these other brands. Uh, very much in the same style and function of those brands, but at like, I don't know, uh, a quarter of the price. And it's just as good. I've That that jacket has been halfway around the world. Uh, I don't know, like three different continents and I don't know how many mountains. It's it, That jacket actually saved my bacon on a, a trail trip that went very bad. Uh, weather-wise. So this punch card got uh, totally filled up with usage. Completely, mm-hmm. uh, including with bears. Yep. So that's the other thing. And I've got a link in the show notes for that, but unfortunately that jacket didn't no longer exists. But my, I gravitate towards, especially in the fall, in the Pacific Northwest, we, if, if you, if you have an umbrella, usually you're a tourist. I, I hate to say this. We do. It's just impossible with our wind and our rain and the fact that it might be raining for 15 minutes. Most people are equipped with the token, you know, Pacific Northwest attire. It's usually flannel, a vest, and maybe a shell type of thing. We have to live in layers. Yep. So you might as well be, one, uh, comfortable, and two, you don't want it to be big and bulky. And that's why I like the brands that I, I just mentioned is that it is uh, off the rack, but it looks very tailored. It's your work uniform. Exactly. What right about here. you, Chris? You and I have different uh, different ideas of tools in the Pacific Northwest. Sure. Well, your outdoors is in the wilderness and uh, in mountains and such, and so you have ge- a gear, wardrobe, and and tools that are for that type of outside. Yeah. My type of outside is mainly gear. I, I observe because I I'm a I have a cerebral job. Mm-hmm. My the majority of my day is spent in a desk looking at a screen. But I observe those that are working outside on construction projects in the streets, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And they're, I, I see what they wear. And I'm noticing that in a lot of cases, there's a company from Michigan, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, called Carhartt. Oh, yeah. And y'all have heard of them before. And for some reason, for the longest time, I had a stereotype, and I'm not going to talk about the stereotype of those who wore a Carhartt, but I never really paid it much mind because my I was conditioned in a certain way at, due to the magazines I read and the websites I frequented where Carhartt really wasn't in those. Uh, Didn't quite have the affinity for the Boss Haas. Negative. And so I found myself, like, if these people are working in the elements outside – and what are they wearing? I think that might work also for me, kind of like with the, the Urban Tactical bags that we've been uh, right. looking with. It's good enough for our armed forces uh, soldiers and for those in law enforcement. It could be good enough for me. Uh, so I chose to go with a – also, it kind of helps when Luke Cage popularizes. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> uh, go so, Marvel. Yeah, hi, Marvel. So uh, a, a hooded uh, – black, naturally, hooded uh, zip-up sweatshirt uh, in – is usually something that I will be wearing in the rainy scene because it's rain defender. It's it's it will protect me against the elements. <laughs> and then I got the beast, which is uh, this Carhartt hooded uh, uh, jacket. It's a it's a heavy duty jacket, and right. you know I'm already kind of bulky enough as it is. This makes me. I have to almost walk sideways through a door. It's it's just <laughs> really. I don't want to say it's bulletproof because I don't want to put that moniker to the test, but the rain and the wind mm-hmm. that we've had keeps me warm. 
Oh yeah. I, I, my phone that's in my inside pocket is not getting hit with moisture. Right. So I'm a fan of the the Carhartt line, and you know, made in America. Giddy up, that's great. Nice, nice perk. Uh, reasonably priced. But here's the thing: you're not gonna only use this for a season, and then it'll be like wearing out and thinned uh, elbow mm-hmm. uh, thing or rips and tears and this stuff. This the, the these suckers are gonna last. Well, and they're meant to be mended too. I mean that yeah. that heavy duty can't can't. Um, yeah, I guess it is a canvas, mm-hmm. Carhartt canvas. Mm-hmm. You're right; it's tough as nails. And in case you're on a boat somewhere and you have a problem with the sail, hey, <laughs> just hold your jacket out in the air, and you got your wind gusts. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, and, and so I carry that through, uh, not just with my wardrobe, but I'm realizing, oh, they make bags also. Oh, really? <laughs> we so like bags, Chris. We, we talk about bags every now and then, and so I finally had the self check, which some of you who may be listening are like, yeah. You guys are talking about $100, $150, $200 bags. Okay, buy the best cry once. Let's break it down. I need to transport some goods from point A to point B. How I do that matters less and less about how it looks versus is it protected. And Carhartt makes a duffel bag uh, and backpacks, but I like the like the feel of their duffel bag because I can also make it a gym bag and I can also make it a overnight bag if I go traveling. So now I have my work, gym, travel, et cetera, bag, and it's the legacy duffel. Uh, it's about 40 or 50 bucks, but it's going to last a while. Right. And I just found that to be a really great way to uh, store my stuff. And uh, little by little, check your Craigslist uh, postings. You may be seeing some Urban Tactical gear up for sale. So <laughs> in I'm, the Bellingham area. In the Bellingham area. That's right. So uh, that's kind of like what I'm rocking right now. I mean, Dig Levi's it. jeans. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. kind of traditional. I really don't go for labels too much. I mean, uh, black T-shirts without too much print yeah. on it. Uh, you know, Columbia... Uh, very uh, sometimes comes over and visit every now and then, which I believe uh, is also a Pacific Northwest brand, as well as should be because you know this is the environment we live in. But you know, no, I'm not I'm not too much for the ultra boutique style yeah. ones that you'd find in the magazines. That's not my that's not my game. I get you. I get you. So. Uh, as you were t- uh, talking about Carhartt, I was doing the math in my head. I have a Carhartt jacket because I grew up much in the outdoors and specifically working, yeah. and uh, I just did the math. I have an 18 year old Carhartt jacket. And it, it does not have a single tear on it now that I think about it. And that thing has been on horseback and has been into several states and used on the backs of, of, of tractors now that I think about it. Keep this in mind, folks, as we approach this uh, dreaded time of year in the near future called the holiday shopping season. People are going for a certain section of the store. When it opens at what four a.m. I don't know. I don't. I don't imbibe. I would that. be willing <laughs> to bet money that the Carhartt section of your uh, department retail store, if they had one, may not be as flooded with people trying to snap up stuff. If you want to go for durability and long-lasting uh, value, yeah. if, you ha- if you have to give a, a, a tangible gift other than an experience, which is something that we always publicize here on this podcast, uh, check out something that can last a good decade or <laughs> yeah. so where That's... your recipient will get a lot of use out of it. Totally. So now it's time for sing along with the jingle. Dun 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 dun. Tech that caught our eye. Yeah. So uh, for this really quick uh, tech that caught our eye, uh, this is kind of interesting because it falls in line with what we were just talking about. Let's say as the holiday season comes about, you've got some things that you've ordered from faraway places, 
And they don't use the USPS or the UPS or the FedEx or anything else that we know here locally. Uh, we'll take a look at the app called Aftership. Aftership? Aftership. Okay, sounds me, good. Thanks for me, enunciating that one. I, I will use my sibilant sounds there for Aftership. So anyway, uh, what's cool about Aftership is is they have a freemium uh, account. Basically, you sign up for free. And when you do, you get 100 shipments a month that you can track. You, 100. 100. Well, that's great for a free account. But I tell you what, folks, uh, if you are actually <laughs> receiving 100 or more shipments to your door a month, uh, contact us at hashtag BehamPodcast on Twitter. Uh, let's talk. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's cool about this also is that they have uh, you can track from about 428 different couriers across the world. So if you got something coming from uh, España or from the United Kingdom or Uzbekistan or wherever, as long as you have the the, the tracking number. What's cool is when you copy and paste it, Aftership will detect what it is nine times out of ten, and it's usually right. That's helpful. So there's, it's really easy to add your shipments. They also have like a business plan. So if you wanted to be the uh, shipper as opposed to the ship e, ship e, yeah. Uh, so they have a a plan that way as well. If if you're looking for a shipment method uh, globally, maybe you have that uh, Etsy store here in Bellingham or something. You might want to take a look at it. So uh, it's called Aftership. Excellent. Sounds good. Hey, listen, before we wrap up. I want to I want to ask a humble request of our uh, dear listeners out there. Hey, listeners out there, uh, got a favor to ask you. If you're one who listens to this podcast on uh, a, an iOS device like an iPhone or an iPad, do us a favor. Could you go to the iTunes Store or just go into iTunes and go to the store? The podcast and, app, right? Exactly, and then do the search or go to our Bellingham podcast. You don't even have to write a review, although that would be awesome. We, we would love to uh, see reviews from you and, and such. But if you could click a couple stars for us, it's like that Creedence Clearwater Revival song, Leave the Nickel, Tap Your Feet. You know, yeah, uh, now that reference I get. Yes, uh, but we would love it if you can help us get in front of more ears by leaving us some good reviews or uh, some starred reviews in your podcast uh, our app of choice. Yeah, we've we've had a few uh, a few come in actually because our our listenership, if you haven't been noticing, has been growing, uh, which is why we've been expanding our our repertoire both uh, graphically and with uh, bits here on the show. This is like B- Bellingham Podcast 3.0. Yeah, it is actually about yeah. 3.0. <laughs> there you go. But anyway, <laughs> humble request: if you have the chance to give us some stars, uh, we would love uh, you to do that for us. So, AJ. Your turn. Okay. That wraps up for this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us <laughs> on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever the heck else you love to listen to your podcast. Uh, be sure if you're in the Bellingham area to check us out on Bellingham's very own KMRE 102.3 FM. Low power. Low power community radio here in the heart of the city of subdued excitement. On that note, I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thanks again for joining us once again on the Bellingham Podcast. From the city by the Salish Sea. From the city by Bellis Fair. No. 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 From the city that is bisected by I-5. From the city that can overlook the island that Eddie Bauer came from. From the city that uh, overlooks the water. Uh, I, I got to work on that later. I got to work on that